If you don't make it, you just don't make it. Everybody ain't champions. But I am. Playtime over this big league. Go. Playtime over this big league. Go. Playtime over this big league. Go. Playtime over this big league. Perfect release from the top of the key. Three step back, pull up, switch cheese, slam. Got the crowd out they seats. One step closer to the big ring. Course side seats so close I could trip a referee. Send them draw the foul and one. That's three. Go. The reason y'all losing, you don't stick no deep. To win, gotta play team ball. That's key. Show. Been won a championship in the trap. This rolling a trophy, I hold it up. Got me one. They let us get up on no points. It's a wrap. Gonna shine every time. It's an open look. Over with. Shake them up, cross them up, post, move, defense, lock them up. <sighs> Ain't nobody hot as a pump, fake, shoot again, add it up. 24 pointers in the AP shot clock. Damn, what them rocks in your ear call? On the grind, don't stop one day, it's gonna pay off, pay off. Made it from the bottom to the playoffs. Playtime over this big league. Go. Playtime over this big league. Go. Playtime over this big league. Go. Playtime over this big league. Perfect release from the top of the key. Three step back, pull up, switch cheese, switch cheese. Slam. Ooh. Got the crowd out they seats. Uh. One step closer to the big ring. Course I see this a big bag. Hit a jumping red shot, get them big mad. Real hustle knew one day we're gonna pay off, pay off. Yeah, now I'm balling in the playoff, playoff. Mansion in Miami, ball at the sales. Gotta you the MVP, yeah, I nailed it. Bought a roll for us on land, they mailed it. No look pass to the bag, how you feel that? Shake them up, cross them up, post, move, defense, lock them up. <laughs> Ain't nobody hot as us, pump, fake, shoot again, add it up. <laughs> shot clock, buzzer be the Lambo, two seater, we don't do new people. <laughs> Fast break, taking off, lose one, shake it off, bounce back, then defeat. Playtime over this the big league. Go. Playtime over this the big league. Go. Playtime over this the big league. Go. Playtime over this the big league. Straight up. Mm. Well, you probably are. I'm. <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest with you. He will be Berlanga's ass. We put mm-hmm. Jesse in the gym for nine months. Jesse before we sleep, before we get into nigga, before we get into an analysis, be before we get into analysis of the box, the, the fight between um, Berlanga. Trash ass Berlanga, <laughs> fucking trash. Please explain. You didn't even watch the fight. I did not watch the fight. Right. And my wife was watching the fight, and she has a great assessment on fights. Because she watches them with me. She exactly knows what to watch and what to say during fights. That's all I needed. And then many, many, many other sources are texting me saying, are you watching this shit? I don't give a fuck about your sources. (laughs) Why is he trash to you on a fight you didn't see? Why why is he trash to me? This is why. He's been looking worse the last two fights before this one. Now, n- now, mm-hmm. going based off what people are saying, mm-hmm. people like Fat Joe, which he don't count. He's, I'm about to say he Fat Joe, right? He, he don't Fat count. Joe. He don't. He don't count. Right. But so why you, why, is, why are you bringing him but, up? Then? But, 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 because a lot of people say, "Oh, I saw improvements. He has better footwork. His footwork is, true. is better. It's true. Oh, he's using more boxing skill. I feel he outboxed him." And I'm like, mm. first of all. Do I think Berlunga has talent? Absolutely. Do I think he has a lot of untapped talent? Sure he does. Sure he does, right? He's a professional boxer. And he's young. Of course he has a lot of untapped potential. But he has has an excellent reach. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't use distance. He relies on his power. He doesn't double up on the jab. 
He doesn't. He doesn't stand didn't, behind the chair. I know you. What you didn't watch this last fight against Ngula? No, because he see, actually you're was. Not, you're not even letting me finish. I'm not talking about this. Fight. I'm talking about overall nah, assessing he, all of his fights. Yeah, but, but yeah, the previous one. right. But he changed his trainer. I know. I, I know you know I, that. I know that. Right. He doubled up on his jab. And a matter of fact, I think he went out of his way to show us that his boxing skill has improved vastly. And I'm not going to say it's extreme, but I saw little things in his. He wasn't as slight as he normally is, and he doubled say up on his I'm jab. Wrong. Say that I'm wrong. My question is, who would you like to see him fight next? That super middleweight? Yes, at super middleweight. Who would you want to see him fight next? Because he's going to have to fight somebody. When he fight a legitimate, it might not go so well. Jesse Hart is a, is a guy that they said he might be interested in, in, in taking a match against. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I like him, but I don't really see him being too many. He's not a, a formidable... Not yet. He's not there yet. He's not showing me enough. He's not showing me enough to say that he's a champion at, at Super Middleweight. Guys, we're recording the podcast. An elephant in India killed a seven-year-old woman and then returns to trample her corpse at her funeral. That elephant. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I did hear about that. You said the elephant... Yeah. That trampled Yo. over the woman and it came back and Yo, it, I did came see that. to the funeral, bro. I did, I did see that. <laughs> that elephant disrespectful. Now that's not some disrespectful. I've, I've never heard. That's some wild shit. She did some of that damn animal, man. Animals got emotions. I mean, ele elephants are one of the smartest. Smartest, they're real smart. But why, why, what, what? Let me ask you a question. What, I don't know what, what she did. What the hell could she have done to, to not get to make trampled? That? No, 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 not too. But I'm saying for the elephant to come back and do that. Man, she violated an elephant, man. She hit an elephant head. What did she do exactly? I don't know. I think she gave the elephant head and he really liked it. All right. And he got excited, man. He just stumped the fuck out of her, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but he came back for more. He came back for more, my nigga. That's what I'm saying. A good head does that. All right, look. All right, bro. I'm telling you. So, so <laughs> let, let's get to the crawl. Hold on. All right, bro. I'm telling Let's kind of go. Let's get back to um the fight between Alexis and Gulo and also, um and, um, I didn't watch the fight. Bro, actually, I watched the uh, Mungia fight, actually. And, I watched uh, that, too. And uh, he was getting exposed. Mungia was getting exposed. Mungia had a, had a rough start. He looked fat and slow, honestly. Um, to me. He looked slow, sluggish, a little heavy, very slow start. And I ain't going to lie to you. Jim Kelly, Jimmy Kelly. If he uh, kept it in the middle of the ring, it would have been a different fight. I, I feel like this. I knew that the power of Mungia was gonna come. at some point. Because it, it never looked like Jim Kelly was hurting Mungia necessarily, but he was getting the best of him from a skill standpoint, and he's smart. Kelly stayed on the outside and made Mungia work the whole fight for the first time. He fought excellent until he got caught. And I had a feeling it was coming, though, because he, he just got a little sloppy. He was, he was taking too many chances, too. A lot like of risks. If, if you're going to box a puncher, mm -hmm. you got to definitely stick to boxing. You cannot try to hit him with... You can't do a lot of flooring in the pocket with a big puncher. You got to box and box and box. You got to keep him in the middle of the ring. You got to use... He was doing that first few rounds. Yeah, he was. He was, he was doing really good. Um, again, he's really strong. Um, I'm not going to say it was lucky, but he's going to definitely have to be better mixed opponent. He's going to have to fight better than that. Uh, now, that was a catchweight of 165 in between. Um, Mungia said he felt more comfortable going back down to 160, honestly. 
and he just didn't look right at 165, 166, whatever it was. That was a catch weight. Um, I fell asleep. That was a snooze fest until, but he did knock him down. He knocked him out. What three? He knocked him down three times in the, in that round. What was that the fifth? Yeah, fifth, fifth, sixth round. Yeah. Um. So Berlanga wasn't a sleep fest. Fell asleep on that shit too, bro. Honestly. Be honest. I was I was very disappointed in Berlanga, and I, I, well, I was impressed. I'm confused. You was you was impressed with the change of style. Yeah, I, I, you could tell his okay. his, his trainer Fair completely enough. tried to revamp his approach. He went in there. He wasn't slugging. He didn't go there trying to knock his head off. He actually went in there to box. He did. You could tell from the jump. Um, when you look at Alexis, he was the pressure fighter throughout the entire fight. Period. He brought the pressure from round one all the way until round ten. Um, it, it appeared as though, for me, that Alexis was winning the fight for a lot of people. You look at you look at the frustration that Berlanga had. He was getting hit a lot in the face. But you got to remember, Alexis is a slugger. He's a he, he likes to muck it up. Even when he fought on um, David Benavidez. I mean, he's a rough guy. Yeah, he's tough. So, so I knew it was going to be a tough fight. Benavidez. I see them for other guys. He he's rough. Man. People make it seem like uh, Angulo was like a, a, a he wasn't a bum. Like he was a tomato he was, kid. He, he no, was, he was not a bum. I, I, I he was a so. he he was a legitimate fighter. And he was bigger. He came in at one set, bro. He came in at one seventy five, one seventy four, something like that. And they just let him fight pretty much. Like he was big. So to say that he was like a tomato can, it honestly, wasn't a fair assessment. I think that honestly, Berlango Berlanga did struggle at times at the fight. But technically speaking, being objective, I think Belonga still won the fight by a smaller margin than what the refs put. The 98-97, no, they had it 98-91, something like that. That was crazy. No, nah, I think it was more like 98-97 or 96-90. So it was very close. It was way close. It could have went so pretty much what you're saying, it could have went either way. It could have went either way. And then, of course, if they deducted point, first of all, that was in, the, in the seventh round. He, he clearly bit his shoulder or tried. See, this is what I don't like about that politics show. ESPN is definitely doing their best to push Belonga down our throats. And the only reason why I like Belonga mainly, you already know why. Man, don't, don't say that shit. Because this is going to really piss me off. I know. I, w- I want to piss you off, nigga. This is going to really piss me off. Because he's from New York. And he has swag. And that's it. I do like his style. I do like the whole 15-streak knockout and all that, but that shit is over with, bro. He ain't knocking nobody out no more. Everybody know what he's doing. So, now I'm going to pick on your ass. Yeah. For all the men, for all the fighters that Sugar Ray Robinson beat that you called bus drivers, taxi cab Painters, drivers, plumbers, yep. plumbers. Yep. What was those guys Berlanga beat? They bums, mostly. Most of all, or all of them? Nah, I don't think... Everybody he knocked out was a bum. Yeah, those guys are bums. Okay, Most exactly, of them. exactly, exactly. But I, I'm not pumping up. Uh, I'm not pumping up um, Berlanga like he's some champion. I, I have Sugar Ray Robinson as my second greatest fighter of all time. So you can't you can't try to like discredit what I'm saying. I mean, that's, I'm giving him credit. That's that's I just, solid. I just have know, Muhammad Ali as the greatest. That, that's your opinion, right? But what I'm saying is that you're trying to compare because I said that Sugar Ray Robinson is fighting. A good bulk of his fighters were bums, bums not bums, but painters and oh, yeah, firefighters. Down, whereas, <laughs> whereas Berlanga is fighting, he is fighting Uber, Uber drivers and taxi cabs and Lyft drivers. He is mostly, but <laughs> but Alexis Angulo to me was probably one of the more 
viable, respectable fighters that he fought, and it showed. But I, I don't really know what possessed Bormanga to, to try to attempt to bite him in his Frustration. shoulder. I'm going to be honest with you. I really feel like I'm not, I know he was slightly frustrated, but it wasn't, a, he wasn't getting, if you watch, go back and watch the replay. He said that, you know, Angulo uh, uh, was like elbowing him and getting physical, but like, honestly, when I look at the replay, it just seemed like the attempt to bite him was kind of like out of nowhere. It didn't really seem like at that particular juncture of the fight, he was being overly physical. It just felt like he was trying, I'm going to be honest with you, I think that, honestly, Rolanga wasn't focused. He just wasn't like, he's looking at the, at the clock. Like, he's ready to go home. He had an after party that I was trying to go to. If I was in New York, I would win. In a club in Jersey. He, he had an after party? Berlanga was promoting on his Instagram. You know, I was, I was, if I was in New York, I was definitely going. Something like, I don't really think that... I think he looked past his opponent, and he was just ready to party. He loves the clout. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think... I'm not saying that he, he bit him for the clout, but I felt like he was like looking for more because it's like it's Puerto Rican day by the way every I feel like every damn Puerto Rican fighter lost that fight lost their fight that night like I, I don't know what it was like just about every Puerto Rican fighter lost there was like seven fights bro I could look it up I looked at a LeBron versus LeBron matchup I looked at um Jose Vargas who got, I, I was like bro I, think, I, I, don't, I think he needs to retire no no he's done he's done he needs to be done. He's punch drunk. I'm thinking, like, bro. He can't take a punch drunk. On Puerto Rican Day in New York City? Do you saw him he lost him? Nobody he, good. The kid that he fought was swinging punches mm -hmm. like he had the rough and rowdy. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand it, bro. Sloppy. And, and, and oh boy, better than that, bro. Vargas I, I, better than that, bro. He left himself open. He was trying to be fancy. Listen, Puerto Rican Day, you represent all of the major boroughs, Brooklyn primarily, big, you know, Puerto Rican community. Marlonga's supposed to represent as well, New York City. And I just felt like he embarrassed us, man. Just Coming like, out uh, trying to fucking do the Mike Tyson. Don't even talk about that nigga, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why... <laughs> Go out there and fight your fight. Dominate. See, this is the thing, and I, th I see why a lot of people, boxing analysts are frustrated with him. People just frustrated for longer because it's like, he has so much talent, he don't need to do that, bro. Like, that particular fight, honestly, I felt like he was a better, more skilled fighter, but it just seemed like he wasn't, I don't know, man. You know what I think, too? The power we thought he had, he ain't really got no power for real. No, I think, I think it's more about the guys he's he was fighting like now you fight you fight legitimates bro yeah that power shit don't matter to somebody that got experience he's predictable bro very he's, he's predictable one two one two yeah and that's about it he don't he don't throw no uppercuts nope he don't put no hooks together in the pocket but you know that's my favorite punch I love a fighter that can fight in the pocket and throw great hooks I, I don't, don't see, got it man I don't see no versatility in his game. I will say the only thing I did like, I mean, he's always had a decent jab, but he don't use it that much. 
Like Timothy Bradley was saying, his jab is okay, but it's not consistent. He don't double up enough. You know, I think he did do that. I said it earlier. Right. But, I know, he did it more in this previous this fight than I've ever seen it. But it wasn't enough. He was fighting backwards. I'll give him credit for that. He did a decent job fighting on the fighting off the ropes. But it just wasn't enough. It's like either he's not conditioned. I'm like, bro, you tired third round? You said he Seriously, he just looked, bro, he looked gassed. Like, he looked, how do you gas three rounds in? I think, I'm going to say this, yo. You know, we, when we look at it like this, yo, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. When I think of the Cumbacillios, I think about the Rocky Marcianos. The up north fighters are way more disciplined, but when they come to New York City, nobody make it out. Everybody, everybody becomes a victim of the New York lifestyle. Zab Judah. Yeah. Countless fighters, man. No, I, I agree with Out that. New York. That's probably the best thing you done said Even all Even John Bon Jones. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's like a lot of these guys are... I, I say great things all night. You've been saying great things. You're just mad because I did not watch the fight. No, I'm, I'm mad. And I'm, no, and, I'm I'm having, mad. I, and I'm having opinions no. of that ugly shit that was witnessed by the world to see in Berlanga. No, I, like I, you I just, agree with that. You, you but just you can't sit up there and talk about, oh, I'm getting sources, like you Stephen A. Smith. It, like, my I'm whole getting point sources, is, you, man, did, you, did not, you did not watch the fight, is what I'm saying. So when you don't watch, people call you that are boxing yeah. fans, yeah. that are ex-fighters. Everybody who's saying that Berlanga lost. This, they say, look, Berlanga man. did not lose this fight. I don't care what nobody says. Objectively speaking, <laughs> he it was closer, but he did not lose the fight. He did not lose that fight. David, Go watch it again. David Teller the second. You sound That's emotional. You, you're being emotional. No, I'm I'm sick of I'm sick of I'm sick of you people. You sound very emotional. No, I'm sick of people not being objective because they they don't like a certain fighter. Like for me personally, I'm generally, I'm generally pretty objective. I feel like Berlanga is going to be one of those what if stories. I I, I think that um, ultimately I can I can agree with that. I just don't see him beating anybody at super middleweight. I just don't. Not not no, don't not real. It. I don't see it. Not real. They talking about him fighting Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs oh, is done. He done. He'll Danny be. Jacobs just lost a Actually, ride. actually, he might lose to Danny Jacobs. No. I really wouldn't want to That's see that. That's a 50-50 fight. I, 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 I wouldn't even want to see it because Danny, yeah, Jacobs, Danny Jacobs just lost to John Ryder. I saw that. Trash. Danny yeah, Jacobs need to retire. He has a heck of a career. But he, I think he, he's he defeated all the odds of life. Yeah, yeah. Before, he is truly the miracle man. For but at this juncture of his career, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, this kid, the only person I think from New York that has a chance is my man. Um, Was he, was he the boxer? The, uh, the, the, what was he? Was he the... Uh, the white kid? No. Xander Zayas, the Puerto Rican kid. Oh, my kid. God. He, he, now look. He, to me, is he the a future. Problem. Right. He a problem. He is, the, if you're talking about somebody who. Skill. He was born in Puerto Rico, but he represents, he represents New York. So, I'll take him. And he, he I, I think he had COVID. So, they pulled him out of the Puerto no. Rican fight. I think Puerto he's a right? No, he's a, um. It's a welterweight. Yeah, I'm sorry, he's a welterweight. Light like middle. Yeah, he's a, he's a welterweight. He's big. 19, 20. Yeah, he's big. He's, he's 19 years old. 19 years old. And don't have a correct name again. No, you're right, bro. You better, you he's better 19 tell, years old. Tell the world, motherfucker. No, I just had to confirm his birthday. He's 19 years old, born September 5th. I think he's a problem. Like, if you want to, if you want to talk about a uh, um, a prospect from New York City that represents the Puerto Rican people and, and and the people from New York from from New York in general, I think he's a future. Not bro. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest, yo. 
I'm going to say this with a lot of confidence. When we talk about the great Puerto Rican fighters, mm -hmm. Wilfredo Benitez, Miguel Cotto, Felix Trinidad, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of which, you, you didn't see the fight. Miguel Cotto was pissed. He left. Remember, he was there for the Puerto Rican Bro, he didn't parade. even talk to nobody. He left. I think he left. Right after Berlanga bit his shoulder, uh, bit, bit my man's shoulder. He left right around that time. He said, I had enough of this shit. <laughs> why, why would Miguel Cotto embarrass himself and sit there Did you see what celebrating the Puerto Rican? Did you see when somebody asked him about the fight? He just looked at him like, it just walked yeah, off. Yeah, because he was frustrated with the embarrassment that Berlanga put on display and the fact that, honestly, most of the Puerto Ricans that fought on that car lost, seemed like. He just was done. And remember, and we'll, we'll talk about it too, and I'm going to get your opinion. So one of the things we do want to celebrate is the um, the induction of all the great fighters that are inducted into the oh, 2000, yeah, man. Look, I'm 2022 be Boxing I'm, Hall I'm, of Fame. I'm going to be honest, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> because, man, I'm happy to have my family here, you know. Yep. Got my nephew here, you know what I'm saying? My little niece. Got my son here for the summer. Very happy guy. Yeah, there's reason. Roy man. Jones He's, had a hell of a performance. You must have forgot. Yeah. That was dope. It was cool. Yeah, that it was, was dope. cool. It Mayweather's was cool. speech was great. It was, it was a lot of... Very emotional. Like, I almost got emotional just watching Mayweather because, like, we feel like throughout his whole career, we're, we're old enough to know, like, you know, he's a little bit older than us by only a few years, but, like, we've witnessed Mayweather from, like, the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's our peer. So we saw him in the amateurs, right? We saw him in the Olympics. We seen him when he was Pretty Boy, when Floyd. He was Pretty Boy Floyd to Money Mayweather. We've seen him struggle with his family, his uncle, his dad. Like I've always been a I'm gonna be honest with you, I've always been a Pretty Boy Floyd fan. Now, when he turned into Money Mayweather, I wasn't really the biggest fan of that that person that, I guess that that alter ego. But I was always rooted for Mayweather. I ain't gonna lie to you. He was one of my favorite and still is one of my favorite boxers of all time. Um, um, when it comes to when it comes to Floyd Mayweather, I was always a fan. When he was Pretty Boy Floyd, I was just as much of a fan when he became Money Mayweather, because he's still Floyd Mayweather. Those are just like my man Charles the White say, "I'm a shop job. I don't give a damn about the idols, the representatives. I, I care about who you are." Same guy that's talking about Muhammad Ali cast play as two different people when they're the same, uh, literally the same person. They're okay. different people. All right, but but Money Mayweather and I just said Floyd. That. I just said that. Pretty boys. I said what I said. What I said. Nigga, they're the same person. I man. said, motherfucker. I said what I said, but they're man. They're literally the same person, though. Okay, don't overanalyze I, I what think I'm saying, alter, man. I think it's an alter ego. I said right. what I said, David. It's an alter ego. David Taylor. Let's get into the okay. Let's get into the list of all the inductees, right? Ready? Yeah, you you get into that list, motherfucker. <laughs> Look, so I'm really I'm really excited to go through the twin. Let's go through. They broke it down into different classes, right? The 2020 class, 2021 class, and the 2022 class. And I'll let you kind of break down some of the fighters, that some of your favorite fighters. So the 2020 class, did you see it? Let me send it to you. Okay. <clears throat> All right. And as bad as Boston has played, right now we're uh, in the third quarter. It looks like Boston's making a little bit of a comeback. They're down by one, 52-53, with a little less than seven, a little less than eight minutes left to go in the third quarter. As poorly as Boston played, I'm still impressed. All right, look. Let's go down the list real quick. And you can tell me 
So the, the very first name on the top of the list, one of my favorite fighters, 2020, Bernard Hopkins. Uh, he had one of the most, I think he had one of the best speeches that night. Bernard Hopkins. Juan Manuel Marquez. You know that's guys. my boy. Yep. It's my boy right there. Sugar Shane Mosley. One of my guys. Frank Earn, Patty Ryan, Christy Martin. Lewis Christy Sh Martin was tough. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, she really, I, I feel like Christy Martin. Underrated. Underrated, but I'm going to say this and nobody's going to like it. I really feel like she's the pioneer of women's boxing. Mm, absolutely. You can say that, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can say that. Uh, Barbara Buttrick, Lou DiBella. He's a, he's a yep. promoter. He, promoter, he, promoter, but they still inducted him. Uh, Kathy Duva, Dan Goosen. Kathy Duva was a trainer. Trainer. Yeah, a lot of these trainers cut men, right? Yeah, Bernard, Bernard Fernandez, Thomas Hauser. Now, the class of 2021, interesting. Uh, Vladimir Kitschko. <laughs> he belong, He definitely belongs in there. Heavyweight champion of the world. Of course, Floyd Mayweather. I think this might be the strongest class. Andre Ward. Andre S.O.G. Son, Son of God. Yep. Andre Ward, Davey yeah. Moore, my girl. Ain't gonna fight no goddamn body. Some goddamn Layla Ali. Don't take no. You can't take none away from this. Fuck out of here, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's, 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 let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. What What do you have to say negatively to talk about the the daughter of the greatest of all time, Layla Ali? You see, you being so goddamn biased. Right. That is that is so obvious. She's she's accomplished. She's she's accomplished when, fighting like you talk about bums. Okay. Fucking bums. Right. And guess what? She was scared to death Who? to fight I, I, the woman below her. And Wolf would have beat her motherfucking I, I ass say, I to knew, a I goddamn pole. I, knew I don't respect wolf. duck people that duck. She ducked like a motherfucker. Then she talked about you. Very no, biased, bro. I'm not being you biased. Are. I'm being real. But, but, but who the fuck did she fight? I, I I'm just confused. She is considered. She is widely widely regarded as one of the greatest female boxers of all time. That man, that shit is baloney. And bro. this is because, it's because of her dad. Have, it's because no, of not, her dad. She's twenty four. Is she undefeated? She never lost. Twenty four fights total. Twenty one knockouts. I mean, let's look at her, let's look at her professional boxing record. If she would have beat Ann Wolf, she belongs to the Hall of Fame. And Wolf for everybody to put up for I will say and, this. And Wolf didn't have nothing given to her, mm -hmm. nothing easy. Layla Ali, that was Muhammad Ali's daughter. Enough that, said. That's not the reason why she's considered the, one of the greatest. Enough said. I, I'm not going to put Layla Ali as the greatest box female boxer of all time. I'm not going to do that. But what I am, I'm not going to disrespect her accomplishments either, though. But let, let's move on, man, because I, I just I'm cannot. I'm going to face when he fought to when, when, when you talk about When you talk about one of the, um, okay. When you talk about one of the trailblazers for female boxing and the sport of uh, the sport of female boxing, you can't diminish uh, Layla Ali and the fact that she was almost unheadable and she's a beautiful woman, by the way. So I, had, I, I certainly had to add that. She was marketable. She was yeah, but she's also and she was also undefeated, nigga. Next, bro, you know she's not, bro. Please, but she her record speaks bro. for itself, right? Okay, okay. All right, so, but I'm just saying, like you you pick and choose. Who you consider the greatest, the great, like, I can't see how you can take away anything from Layla Ali. I just can't do it. Anyway, Ann Wolf belongs For in. all the fans, he's kissing your ass. Nah, That's what he's talking this about. Is what this nigga sounds like an idiot, man. He's kissing ass. You know ass Layla Ali ain't got me on payroll. She ain't paying me shit. I'm telling you that Layla Ali is, is, is a trailblazer for female boxing and female sports in general. People are afraid. 
Okay. To call it out and what it is. Now, it's can she right. beat my ass? Most definitely. Okay, so that's it. Most definitely. All right, so then that's, that's so, enough said. Enough said, nigga. She would beat my ass. Right. Most she definitely. taller than you. I mean, that's, that's not saying that's, right. that's very effortless. All right, so anyway, what, you got a lot to say. That's the only joke you have, you long giraffe nigga looking ass nigga. Don't <laughs> try me, motherfucker. You don't want to crack with me. Same nigga okay? that's afraid of Lady yeah. Ali. I should be my run from her ass. Right. I'm, 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 I'm right. Just so like, just like Ann Wolf. How you gonna say this? Now, Ann Wolf. Just, I mean, just her, <laughs> no, just her name alone. Now, motherfucker. Now, motherfucker. When you watch Ann Wolf fights, yeah, and Wolf. what she did, yeah. she, she was a predator. Apex predator, bro. She was. And Layla wanted no fucking smoke. And and Wolf was older than her. She was older. And she did not want that motherfucking smoke. She was. She was. Now older. I will. I now will be honest. Now I am fair. I'm very fair. Mm-hmm. If Carissa Shields would have fought Layla Lee, come out of retirement, I wouldn't have respected it. I wouldn't have respected it. No, I wouldn't. Have. Why? Layla Lee's like forty plus. She's forty four. Right. And Carissa Shields. All right, yeah, and Layla Chris is twenty what, twenty six, twenty five. I can't respect that. Bro, I, I wouldn't even want to see that. Sometimes I question exactly your your. I don't even know what the hell you be talking about, bro. What are you What are you talking about? I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't care if she oh, come out of retirement and she busts her ass, which I believe that she could have done. You never know. Um, I don't. I have no. I have no. I have no bro. reason to believe that Layla Ali wouldn't at least give Clarissa Shields some trouble. Clarissa Shields, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong. He could just running this, from this, somebody this, right this, now. Did she go to Olympics? This, 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 was she a gold medalist twice? Yeah, so you act like you act like Layla Ali oh, wouldn't give a praise. We talking about a two-time. Can you speak in the mic so everybody we can hear? We talking about a two-time Olympic gold medalist, mm-hmm. which is the highest amateur pedigree. Layla Ali trained and came back. And hold up, yeah. And he said whatever. No, I, I didn't say. You just said it. Yeah, I just said whatever. You just said oh, whatever. No, I, I appreciate her accomplishments. You're you're not giving Layla Ali a chance. I I disagree with you. I don't never doubt an Ali, bro. You crazy? Look at us. Look 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 at us. Uh, you better not do it. You better not do <laughs> that shit. First, don't do don't do that shit. What, what don't do not do this. Don't the nigga named Nico. That's no. all I'm gonna say. So, and, and look, knockout. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does he got knockouts? Bums. You he's a hype job. You say that, but and you know he's a hype job. It is. You don't like. He's a hype job. You don't like the Muhammad Ali legacy. His fan, the the truth. No, bro. I'm being honest. You don't he's like Layla Ali. You don't like Nico Ali. Nico Freddy. Ali was Walsh. So, he's a hype job, man. He's a hype job. I'm taking your boxing card, nigga. You can't. You can't. Because you just know. You just don't know. See, that's the thing with you. You can't fuck You're not with object- no, that's, see, that's the thing with you. That's the thing with you, bro. No, that's the thing with you. you, you. Not, no, I'm, you're very partial. You're very partial. I'm not being partial. Yes, you are. You you know, you're not fucking with nobody. Champion ever you, 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 you taking credit away from Layla Ali as one of the greatest female boxers of all time. Oh, my God. You think that Nico is trash, and he's just started his career. Well, why can't you give him time to... to he's a high job. All right. But you, you give all these other fighters... An opportunity, like who? new fighters that's coming like, up. Like who? Uh, your boy from um, Keyshawn Davis. Yeah, he's a fucking animal. He is, but he he's didn't a fight. fucking animal. This, hold on, the contradiction. Jesse, he didn't Jesse, fight nobody yet, though. Jesse, this motherfucker fought a guy that was eighteen and old, his fourth fight in his career, and knocked the motherfucker out, bro. What are you, what, hold up, but what, what are you talking what about? What I'm saying is that why why can't why can't Nico why can't Nico Ali Walsh have Potential to be a great fighter. I'm confused. Why? He hits hard though. 
I'm about to go to sleep. Maybe. He hits hard, though. I give him that. He hits hard. All right, but I'm saying, like, why, why, why is it that you're so partial when it comes to your guy because he's from Virginia, but Nico? I'm, I'm not partial because he's from Virginia. Yeah, but I'm saying he's an Olympian. Why, why can't Nico? Why can't Nico he, be a potential? He's training under one of the best All right. teams in boxing, bro. This okay. dude got he has skill. This dude got skill. Who? Keyshawn Davis. And I agree with you, but what I'm saying is that. You don't like Nico Walsh, and you don't even know why, because he's, what? He's a hype job. No, why? How? Bro, he's a hype job. No, but you're not, you're not, you need facts, you're just talking. What do you mean I'm just talking? Who is, I mean, he's just starting off, but he's, he's just fighting. Exactly, hype job. that's my point. He only fought five guys, five, he has five fights total, five wins, four knockouts. Can he start somewhere? And, and guess what? His other fight, he, he has a name. You got way more other There's fighters right. doing the I same fucking that, but, thing. But why are you so hard on him? But why should we? This one, he's walking with the red carpet when his other people work just as hard as he do. So? What is this nigga point you talking about? You're not making no damn sense, You're not bro. making no sense. What I'm saying is that we're, we're, I'm bringing out him because he obviously does have a name. But what I'm saying is that you can't take away from his build. Can he build a legacy what, of his what, own? One of the number one things you're talking about. One of the number one, this is what I'm going to bust your ass. Yep. One of the number one things you taught me, yo, mm -hmm. boxing is a business. Right. Okay. It's true. They all lead name sales. Right. They got their red copper rolled off for them. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I'm saying. What, what, I'm, what are you saying? What I'm saying is that, yes, it's a business. They're marketing You them. taught me that. No, they're marketing them, and it's, as they should be. You're going to take advantage of it, right? If you're an Ali. He has an Ali name. But you could still be an Ali and be trash. He could be... Nico Ali and be 0 and 5, but he's not. He's 5 and 0 with four knockouts. And they want to make sure he's not. No, this this, this is what you gotta understand, bro. Uh, I just like that. Bro, they put bums, painters, yep. plumbers. Okay. Um, when I say school that, teachers. When, I, when I say that, <laughs> special, special, Principal. special education, special education. Uh, hold up, hold up, <laughs> hold up. YMCA trainers. <laughs> Swim instructors. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> Pilates instructors. <laughs> this is the shit they do. Yoga instructor. I know. I got this you. This is the shit they do. I'm not saying that he doesn't have talent. Of course he does. That's what I'm saying. He has talent. I right. know he has talent. So why are you diminishing that? I'm not diminishing that. But he's, you say he's a hype job. He's a hype job. Say, you know what? I need to see more from him. You know what I'm saying? Of course they're trying to push him. But don't. But then you say, oh, he does hit if hard. I have to see oh, more, he does hit hard. Yeah, of course. If I have to see more, all right. Then there's a. Goal. I have to see more from a lot of guys that just started out four and zero, five. I have to see more from Keyshawn Davis. Then that's all I'm saying. Anyway, moving on to um. Yeah, give, move on, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 moving on from Ann Wolf, who was a monster. She was 26 what, and. I, nah, I wouldn't fuck with that one. No. I don't know how she got pregnant. How do you fight that? Oh, see, now you talk about now you talking about a woman's looks now. And I ain't saying that. And we'll no, be cool. Wait, 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 wait. And we'll be cool. She'll I don't, your ass and now I don't want no smoke. Wait, wait, wait. You see? I don't want no smoke, Shawty. You ain't got to worry about me, Shawty. Wait, wait. You too. You're the first woman I run from. Fuck that. You said. No, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro. If you saw this joint, bro. She's 26 and 1. She is nothing to fuck 16 with, knockouts. She, 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 she scared me, bro. I would not what, what? <laughs> Even I would, now, she's I in her 50s. I don't give a damn. Some shit no, people just born with, no, and she one of, one of them. I ain't fucking with that. Mo moving on. 
Movie. I think you like girls like that, tough like that. Hey, yo, chill on. I, I don't think like, you got that. You got, you 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 got, gonna, you you got a fantasy. You're you gonna make about, me slip. Because I'm not gonna say what I'm about to say. Because you, right. you trying to fuck me up. Married. Listen. No, 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 no. Not because I'm. Yeah, I, think you, I think you like them. Tough. And Wolf is built. Yeah, That's all I'm gonna say. You like those types. And I don't like them types. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I don't want a woman's shoulders broader than mine. She a man handling your. And I'm five foot four. She about 5'11 with broad ass, so that she, shit don't look right. She manhandled. Listen, you like that nigga. You know you do. You can tell everybody. No, 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 no. No, no, She'll bench press your little ass nigga. Look. No, I don't like that. See, when you say it like that, see, why you say shit like that? Like, seriously, why you say shit like that? Look, 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 look. Why, why, see, now you got the whole world thinking I'm like this midget. You are like a bitch. Like the bitch though. can bitch press me over her head and she, shit. She probably could. No, she, she couldn't. I'm too, I'm too, I'm nigga, I used to be 230. Nah, she 5'9. How tall are you? I'm 5'4". Okay. You got to look up to her. Exactly. Yeah, but still. And she fought at light. All you, all you do is talk about short people, man. Light, middleweight. Just middle, because I don't got a orangutan arms like you, She bitch. fought at light, middleweight. Don't mean nothing. Little, what are you trying to say? Light, middleweight, you middleweight, superweight, light. Nah, I would probably... You got, you I got would probably with short people. No, I haven't. You got problems. No, you can be honest with me. No, my daughter's... Well, she's tall for her age. She's, look. We're not talking about that. Oh, midgets... She's above average. No, you know why I have a problem with midgets. I told you that story with midgets. They freak you out. Yeah, that midget was harassing me, stalking me. That shit was crazy as hell. <laughs> yeah. That, remember I told you that, that was story? one of the funniest I remember, stories. I blocked this nigga. He still called me. How you break? Bro, I was like, yo, I don't fuck with midgets after that. Look. <laughs> Look. Bro, that joint was a crazy story. I'm like, bro, he, 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 he said you wanted to. I pay you to be my bodyguard. Yeah, like, bro, I'm talking about midget wrestling and midget shit. Ra- yo. Anyway, look, yo. look, look, look. Yo, edit this shit, B. No. Like, Alright, so Jackie, uh, Tanawanda, Marion, Trimiar, Freddie Brown, Dr. Margaret Goodwin, she was a doctor, physician, Jackie McCoy, George Kimball, and Jay Larkin. That, that wraps up the class of 2021. And the class of 2022, Holly Holmes. You, you, Miguel you, Cotto. You're a fighter as well. Miguel Cotto, one of my favorite fighters. He gotta time. be up there. He Absolutely. gotta be. One of my favorites, Roy Jones Jr. James Tony. James Tony. These, these are actually three of my favorite fighters. Todd Morgan, Regina Hobbit, and then you got your girl, you just Holly said. Holly Holm, yo. She had a pretty good speech, too. And she still looks in great shape, by the way. Yo, she can fight. She got thunder hands, bro. Her, even her transition to MMA was very impressive. Yeah, I, I like how she transitioned. She became a champion in MMA as yeah, well. Yeah, that was good. I mean, yeah, that was very impressive. impressive. That was. You got Bill Kaplan, Chuck Hall, Ron Borges, and Bob Yaling. That was a pretty strong. Now you know they, they put combined because they never had a like official like ceremony because of COVID. So you had combination of twenty twenty class twenty one and twenty twenty two. Um, so how do you feel about that? Like some of those some of those boxes that were uh, inducted. Uh, and tell uh, me some uh, of, some uh, of those boxes. I, 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 that, I will say this: even yeah. with Layla Ali, we still have to get. I, I'll still give her credit what she's done for boxing and yeah. women's boxing. Right. She deserves to be there. I, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. It's credit. Thank that. you for clarifying that. Yeah, but but it's still. I, I'm gonna stick to what I said. All right. So next, no, let's any, talk about. Any, um, hold on. Anybody else that you want to shout out on that list that we didn't talk about? We we yeah, we trying to talk about everybody. Right, yeah, I mean, I would say this. Out of, out of that whole class of 2022, man, I'm gonna be honest, man. Or Jones. Oh, uh, no, nah, I'm going to tell you what I think I had a better career than Roy Jones. Who? Miguel Cotto. Yep. Um, I'd uh, take, well, take, take his career over no, Roy Jones. I would. 
You know why? When we look at when we look at competition and what he fought, he fought for the weight class. Yeah, he, I he think fought. he had better competition. Yeah, I, I, I think I have, and he beat great. He didn't have, but he didn't have a better, more beat? accomplished career than Roy Jones. Roy Jones was at his top. You always listen. I don't know what it is with you and Roy Jones. Roy Jones was Miguel Cotto was never the best fighter in his era, or or amongst his peers. He, had, he fought in the hardest era. But, no, and I agree with that. But I think Roy Jones was. At one point, he beat legends. He beat Bernard Hopkins. But he was, but he, two right, right. But, and he was champions. considered. Maybe he was to you, but he was considered by most boxing analysts and fans. He was considered the best boxer at one point. Miguel Cotto was not at, at, at any point. Um, so Roy Jones had a little bit more of an accomplished career. I've said accomplished, but but Miguel Cotto fought more. Career. Miguel Cotto fought more stiff competition and, consistently. Yeah, and and beat and beat him too. No, I, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought Shane was definitely going to beat him. Yeah. He, beat, he beat Shane convincingly. Mm-hmm. He beat guys that I really thought he couldn't beat, and he beat them. He just... Now, you know, I'm going to be honest, man. For him to come back... Mm-hmm. After that Antonio Margarito scandal, mm-hmm. come back and beat his ass like that, mm-hmm. man, look, bro. Yeah. And, I, and look, Mayweather ain't fight. I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. Yeah. Mayweather did not want that shit from Antonio Margarito. He ducked him his whole career. Well, he, I mean, Mayweather. Speaking of ducking, no, you, no. you you tell me Mayweather didn't duck. I think he ducked Pacquiao for a while. Mm. I felt like he ducked him. I felt like this. I felt like he always was going to fight Pacquiao. But I also feel like, man, Pacquiao was... I think he was... I, I really feel he was on steroids. You've been saying that. Definitely. Let's put it this way. Golden State... When he leaves Golden State, he's going to be the man, bro. Who? Jordan Poole, wherever he when goes. He, he's not going anywhere. Why would why would pool why would pool go somewhere? Are you on smoking crack? I mean, or do you think? So my question is this, right? Do you think Clay is expendable? No, of course not. They'll do what they can to keep both those guys, both Pool and Clay Thompson. Why wouldn't they? If anything, I'll be honest with you. I can see the end nearing for Draymond Green if anybody's going, and not because money necessarily, but Draymond Green. Speaking of this guy. He's more interested in his podcast than he is playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> his podcast is tired of that nigga, bro. His podcast is good though. Play basketball. Listen, I'm not. I'm not against him talking man, about. Let me get my nephew up here, man. Yo, Jackson, sit in the seat, man. Y'all talking about basketball. Hey, yo, the world is time to weigh in. This is Jesse. Tell him. What, what, how do you feel about Draymond Green? Draymond, yeah. You got two minutes to say it. Two minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely, time. because I'm about to go in on with this Draymond Green. Now, he is playing much better here in game five, but in terms of, like, the talking, right? He does too much talking. He does too much talking. He don't really play a lot of, you know. Nah, he, he does a lot of fouling, too. He's dirty. He's dirty. He's a dirty player. But I'm gonna be honest with you. The only reason why I rooted for a guy like Draymond Green is because of his passion. Like I like guys who play with passion, who play with heart, who don't back down. He's not. They're not scared. He admits when he plays like shit. 
I feel like Which is most of the time he stands out is because he's on the team with the best shoot, one of the best shooters. Yeah, I mean, Curry, Clay Thompson, yeah. and Jordan Poole. So, well, I mean, let's put it this way: Draymond Green does make an impact defensively. I think that he's always he's always been one of their best de- defensive players. I think he anchors their defense, but I feel like honestly, their best defender is Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is their most versatile defender. Well, him I and Draymond. Versatile. No, I, but I, what I will say is that you can easily switch Draymond. When you look at a Wiggins, he can defend your ones, your twos. Your, like if you switch, he can defend Marcus Smart. He can defend. Uh, he can defend Al, uh, Al, Al Horford. He can defend uh, Brown. He can defend Tatum. I I I, I think that Andrew Wiggins. He's slight, he's lean, but nobody gives him enough credit how physical he is. He had, what, 17 rebounds in game four? Andrew Wiggins is definitely highly underrated. He went from an overrated player, being drafted number one overall, 2014-2015, being rookie of the year that year, going to Minnesota, averaging a little less than 20 points a game, and people call him a bust. I'm like, why? Why is he a bust? It was just the team you love. Minnesota was terrible. The reason why Andrew Wiggins could do what he do now is because he don't have to be the best player on the team. You know, he could be the second or third best player on the, or fourth best player on the team, and you'll see how good he makes them. He makes them. Uh, I like Andrew Wiggins. I, I think that he's highly underrated. I really do. You know, I think that he's always been a, like an all-star caliber player, um, and he's finally getting recognized for it. And one thing, too, look, Andrew Wiggins will miss games. He doesn't get her like that. He's an Iron Man. When was the last time Andrew Wiggins missed like a whole four or five games? He don't miss games. He don't. I think he, he might be a better, uh, what's it called, more allowed than Draymond. Yeah, but they're two, di- they're two different type of players. I think they mesh very well. My whole point is that the smartest thing that Golden State did was slip D'Lo, D'Angelo, D'Angelo to Minnesota to get Andrew Wiggins. I think it was a smart move. Now, even if you look in game five right here, let me see. I think Andrew Wiggins got, what, 17? Yeah, 16. And right now we're looking at, uh, let's see, Gold State's up by 1, 75-74, the beginning of the fourth quarter. We'll see what happens. Anything else you got to say, Jesse, about this Gold State team? Who do you think going to win the series? I just feel like it might go down to seven, and it might be, I have faith in Boston. I really think they might win. Golden State. Okay, I think you said Golden State. No, nah, because this game they've been locking up Curry. Uh, yeah, they, 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 yeah, Curry, Curry, but it's been the other other guys, Clay Thompson, exactly. it's been Draymond Green, ironically. They gotta make other guys. And, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. If I see Jason Tatum miss another damn layup, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna scream. He doesn't finish very well around the rim, and there's there Wiggins again. Look, every time Jason Tatum gets to the basket, honestly, he, he doesn't finish very well, and I don't understand why. How can you be six nine, right, with a wingspan that long? And not finish around the basket with left hand. Like, that's like high school stuff. You beat your man, get past your defender, and you can't finish? Oh, God, I gotta make that. Jason Tatum, Tatum, they're not gonna win the series if Jason Tatum doesn't have a better game. At least one or two games is what they need. That's all. They're 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 playing solid. I mean, their defense, Golden State Warrior defense is is very underrated. Missing open layups, missing missing open threes. Boston had opportunity. I feel like this: if you really want to think about, it, Boston actually had opportunity to win every game. 
in the series. The uh, uh, the NBA, the I referees. Think it's really funny about Clay Thompson. Think the NBA or the referees are gonna allow Golden State to lose Game Five, bro? I just don't see it. I, I think that is it, there's a making of a seven-game series. They're gonna win Game Five. Boston's gonna go to Game Six. They're gonna win Game Six, and they're gonna go to Game Seven. I just don't see it any other way. In Game Seven, it can go either way. It doesn't really matter. I have Boston winning in seven. That's it. I said that before. I said I said I said Boston and seven. I know that. I said you. Yeah, and I'm saying why would I change? I'm you know I'm not like you. Why are you coming you like? Nah, cause you you like a waffle. You be flipping back and forth. Flipping back and forth. Fucking pancake. Why why you doing this, G? Flip flopping, bro. Don't disrespect me, B. I got Boston winning in seven. I'm not confident that. Don't disrespect me. Disrespect me, B. I'm not confident that pick though. Don't disrespect me, son. You feel me? Dirty ass hands over there. Yeah, nigga. Midget yeah, ass hands. Yeah, you got nigga. these stubby ass hands. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> you get that hand over there. Nah, but like I said, you were sticking to that. You said it last time. Yeah, we're going to rip it up. We're going to wrap it up. What's your prediction? You said uh, Golden State at Golden six. Golden State at six. Which means they're going to have to win. They're going to win three this game games. game and the next game. Which means they'll beat Boston three straight times. What do they do? It's possible. I don't, I mean, not, anything is possible. It's not likely. It's not both. It's not. They're too good. But they're too evenly matched for me to see Golden State reel off games four, games five, and game six. I just don't see it happening. I, I think. I think Boston. This will be an opportunity where where I knew that one of the two teams is going to lose at least one, two games back to back. It's just the way it is. I don't. I don't see Golden State losing this game at home. Um, I don't see Boston losing at home. It's going to be game seven, Boston, and a stunner. Is it safe to say that Boston is truly title 10? Especially if they win this series, which I'm not rooting for Boston. I'm just saying that I feel like they're they're slightly I mean, better team. But yeah, but I I don't like Boston. Bro, I'm from New York. I don't like nothing about Boston. But I, I'm just I'm just telling you that the, I don't I'm not confident the way Jason Tatum is playing. He's just not playing like playing like trash. So that's that. Did he play trash last game? He didn't play well enough. No, he didn't play terrible. But you know what it is? He doesn't play. He's not. He has he, not. He, he has, put on twenty five or better. No, nah, last game he had twenty three, I think, or twenty two. But he's not. He's not closing out fourth quarters. And as a whole, Boston is not winning fourth quarters. Like I take that back. The games that they won, they played well in the fourth quarter. But Golden State has dominated in all of the third quarters, and they they're beating. They beat. They they showed up in game. Four in the fourth quarter, and right now they're winning here in Game Five in the fourth quarter. I just the way things are looking, man. Boston—they're not gonna win this game. It's not. All right, guys, we're about to wrap this thing up. So it looks like the Golden State Warriors will move on with this victory, Game Five victory. Uh, the score was 104 to 94 in favor of the Warriors. And just real quick, um, 
it definitely looks like my prediction is is in trouble. Um, I I still have and maintain that the Boston Celtics will win in Game Seven, but I don't really feel confident about that at all, especially with the way that Jason Tatum has been playing lately, and even Jalen Brown to a lesser extent. Um, what what I've seen so far, man, is just that Jason Tatum is supposed to be the best player on the Boston Celtics. Um, he has not played like it. Um, he's making dumb mistakes time, time, time again. Turnovers at crucial moments. Here's the thing with Jason Tatum. Um, he's not efficient. He's not taking good shots. And he doesn't finish well around the rim. And I just don't understand why. And I've said it earlier. Like, how are you not able to to make layups on either side of the basket? Right hand, left hand. I mean, as athletic as he is, he doesn't always demonstrate that athleticism. Dunk the ball, man. Dunk the basketball. You're already near the rim. You know what I'm saying? The It's not like the Golden State Warriors got, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon or Shaq down there. They have no shot blockers. So why why is Jason Tatum and even Brown to a lesser extent having problems finishing around the rim? It's just a lack of discipline. It's a lack of balance. It's a lack of focus. I tell, as a coach... Coaching young kids, those are some of the same mistakes I see all the time. Like, young guys not able to finish around the, the rim, n- not being balanced, expecting the refs to call the foul, fumbling and bumbling, um, hitting the floor and full on the ground every five seconds. Like, that's just not high-level basketball, especially at the NBA level, at the highest level, the NBA Finals. you got to be able to finish around the paint, period, point blank. You, what you saw in Game 5 and even in Game 4, the Golden State Warriors, when, and I know everybody's looking at the Golden State Warriors as a great shooting team, and they are a pretty solid shooting basketball team, especially from three, but you know when you really look at it, the game was won inside of the paint. Golden State Warriors outscored the Boston Celtics in the paint. The team that scores the most in the paint usually wins. Now, we're not necessarily talking about in the paint in terms of like having a post presence. Like neither one of their uh, the, the teams have a dominant big man to score inside. And they don't need that. They're both relatively smaller teams in terms of like how they play in the perimeter. They, they highlight their perimeter players the most. And that's fine. Right? You know, Looney's not giving you 30 and 20. You know, he ain't Shaq. And and Rob Williams, even though he's hurt, but even healthy, he's not a 20 and 10 guy. You know, their centers, their fours and their fives are not, they don't focus their offense with those guys, right? Al Horford will give you some points here and there, but primarily both teams focus on high-level scoring from their perimeters, from their guards and their wings. Right. So when you look at what Golden State Warriors did in game five, they scored a lot going to the... Look at Wiggins, bro. Nobody gives credit to Wiggins. You know, very efficient, right? Steady as they come. He's usually pretty consistent. Um, He may not give you 40 every night, but he's going to give you anywhere between 15 to 20. Being able to give the Warriors, um, and of course helping out Steph Curry, but you're able to give the Warriors... Solid production with what what he had 26 27 points or whatever it was I think that might have been a career high playoff career high for him and being able to attack Consistently at the basket if you look at the way he scored attacking at the basket 
driving to the basket, giving goals. Um, I mean, he played a really, really effective game, man. And, and, and honestly, if he plays like this again, the Golden State Warriors will win in game six. I don't think so. I think Boston will win game six. The Golden State Warriors look like they are the best team. You know what I mean? And they're playing like it in every way, shape, or form. And even with Klay Thompson not necessarily shooting efficiently, he still always has timely baskets, right? And he's not just relying on threes. I think that a lot of times, you know, he gets the reputation that he's a three-point shooter and that's all he is. I mean, he's getting really good looks at the basket. And if he's not finishing at the rim, he's getting close twos, mid-range jump shots, round the free throw. Like, Steph Curry did not hit a single solitary three in game five. This past game, game five, I think he was 0 for 9. He did not make one three-point shot. But the rest of his teammates were able to help him out. Draymond Green has his typical, he actually played better, but his typical 8-8 Nick, you know, 8 rebounds, 8 points, 8 assists, whatever it was, something like that. You know, but you got better production from Poole, and I, and I, and I said this to a lot of people, um, Poole plays better at home. He is a role player. Role players play better at home. He's still a young player, so playing at home is easier for younger players, you know what I mean? The Wiggins of the world, pool guys like that. So I expect the Golden State to win game five. I expect Boston to play better in game six. Their role players like William, both Rob Williams and Grunt Williams should play better. Pritchard should play better at home. I expect Marcus Smart to play better. But the, the Boston Celtics, man, just have a problem. They don't have a real floor general and I'm not trying to criticize Marcus Smart I think Marcus Smart is a really good basketball player but he's not a traditional facilitating point guard right he is really more of a under slightly undersized shooting guard that can also help you at the point guard spot I think he's good enough to help this team win but to really really highlight Boston Celtics weaknesses they don't have a, a, a typical facilitator, one that, someone who can create the offense for them. And that's the problem that they're having. Like, none of these guys really are great creators of the offense. They, they, they don't look like they have a game plan on offense at times. I just, I'm very frustrated with the way Boston Celtics are playing. Like, you know, you have a, a guy like Tatum who just penetrates to the basket and I give a lot of credit to Golden State. They make it a little difficult for him. When they're closing the gaps. They're closing. They're not allowing him to be able to dribble drive into the paint easily and get to the basket without some resistance. So I give credit to Golden State. But still, you know, five, six, seven, eight dribbles to get to the basket? Come on. You're over dribbling for no reason. Same thing with Brown. You get stuck in traffic, you know, and, and then you turn the ball over. You know, you're over committing into the paint and you have nowhere to go. You have no plan. You have no action. You have no strategy. And a lot of it starts at the fact that they don't have a typical facilitator like a Chris Paul, somebody that can set up the offense, initiate the offense, and get these guys better looks. I'm expecting Coach um, Idoku to, to have more of a, a, a game plan. Put um, Jalen Brown, put Tatum in the post, in the high post. Make quicker Don't turn the ball over, but make solid decisions in those in the high post or in the low. I mean, I don't understand why Tatum's not posting up more. He always typically has a size advantage. Why is he face facing the basket 25 feet out with 35 dribbles? It makes no sense. And then get to the basket and miss the layup. It makes no sense. Give him the high post. He can post up at the high post. He can post up in the low post. He has a post game. 
I don't understand why we're not using that. I need some more off the ball movement um, from all the guys. I need some more action with maybe an Al Horford. Maybe let, free up Al, uh, free up Tatum, free up Brown with some ball screens, some screen actions. You know, maybe screen pop and, and uh, you know maybe Al Horford more involved with um, maybe Marcus uh, Smart. I want switches to happen, but the, even when the switches happen. Looney on Tatum, let's say that switch happens. I still don't need Tatum dribbling the ball 20 times just to get to the basket. I need quicker decisions. I need more assertive uh, movement in terms of what he's trying to do and less turnovers. I think if the Boston Celtics can reduce their amount of turnovers, they had almost 20 turnovers in game five, right? If they can reduce the amount of turnovers uh, for the most part, take better shots instead of fall away threes, air ball threes, bad shot selections, good shots. I need more production from Derek White. You can't have one point, bro. You, you, you play 25 minutes and you score a, one point. Like, I could do that, and I'm sitting here, uh, uh, you know, in the, on my couch. Come on. We need more production from the bench, and I think you'll get that in game six at home in Boston. But they just need a more collaborative effort team-wise, and I need Jason Tatum to have – what he had in game six, I believe, in Milwaukee, where he had he, he, he stood out. He had 40-something points in that game. He needs a big-time, efficient, no-turnover game to propel his team to victory. Because otherwise, you know, there's no way you're going to continue to um, win, uh, try to win the series with Steph Curry being the best player. Like, the best player on Boston has to play like it at least a few games. Or it's just going to go, it, the Celtics, I mean, Celtics are going to lose the series, period, point blank. Defensively, I feel like they're doing a decent job defensively. I think that they, uh, Coach Udoka made a really good adjustment on um, blitzing, the, um, blitzing the screen with Steph Curry. So that's why Steph Curry struggled. You know, Steph Curry had, what, 15, 16 points or whatever, didn't shoot efficiently, didn't make a three. I think um, Coach Udoka and the Boston Celtics made a, did a better job of making sure their bigs, the big, men's on the, the big men on the Celtics, were able to uh, be more, be more um, con, uh, assertive, right, defensively. Like, don't just drop covers. Don't just drop and let Steph Curry shoot 50 million times. Blitz the screen. Get on top of the screen, right? Close out. You understand what I'm saying? Trap them if you need to. I think they have to do a better job of making sure that Steph Curry doesn't get off like that. And we expect Steph Curry to make more threes in game six. But I feel like the game plan that they showed, a the Celtics showed a little bit on defensively on Steph Curry is what they're going to have to do more of in game six. And they're going to have to also respect the other guys on, this, on, 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 on the Warriors. Klay Thompson, definitely Wiggins. Um, because Wiggins was killing you on the offensive glass again. You know what I mean? He's just giving more gritty effort on the glass. Come on. You're big. You know, you have Williams. You have Tatum. I need Tatum to rebound. Well, he, he had 10 rebounds, which is not terrible. But I need Brown to rebound better. I need everybody to, to uh, gang, I need to, them to gang up on the boards and do a better job. You know, because when they were winning... Uh, two, they won two games, and when they when they were winning those games, they were able to attack the paint inside, and they were all, they also won they won the battle of the offensive rebounds. So it just seems like whoever defends the best, don't have you know reduce the amount of turnovers, 
and can get offensive rebounds, offensive putbacks, and second chance points, that's the team that wins. So I expect to see that from the Boston Celtics in Game 6. We'll see how that plays out. But my, my, my prediction still holds. Boston Celtics should be able to win in Game uh, should be able to win in Game Six. I'm hoping that they win in Game Seven because I really do hate being wrong. I don't. I hate being wrong. But at the end of the day, it's a 50-50 playoff. This is a 50-50 series. It can go either way. Um, these teams are both equally matched. So at this point, really anybody could win. But right now, it looks like the Warriors are the better team. They're playing like it, and they deserve to win the championship. So we'll see what happens in Game Six. Um, but for now, let's, you know, we out of here, man. This is DT with the Time to Weigh In podcast. Until next time, we out.